Welcome to my second episode. This is the Beautiful Perfectly Flawed Podcast, and my name is Andrea Valdez. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. And I decided to have a topic today that is, to me, is one of the core foundations of my growth and something that we don't talk about enough, in my personal opinion, and I wanted to touch bases on it because it's part of us moving forward in life. And what is the topic for today? Well, we're going to be talking about forgiveness, which is, like I said, very hard to usually embrace in the process. But trust me when I say this, after being able to experience this whole journey last year, actually, this changed everything in my life. It changed my outlook. It changed the way I see other people that have hurt me in my life, that have disappointed me, that have caused me some type of pain, or that have done things to me that, that I never thought that I can actually experience. All of these things have changed in my perspective ever since I tapped into that. I know that for a lot of us, forgiveness is a sign and this is usually the re the reason why a lot of people view this before i go into it um is because we don't have the full picture of what it truly means because of a lot of reasons maybe for the fact that we choose to avoid it or that we don't have enough understanding of it due to our lack of inner growth which is totally normal i was there for most of my life and that is why i feel that it's time for me to share my 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 side on it so in my personal opinion when you forgive is something where you release the past when you no longer stuck into the thoughts of what or what was the things that provoked the feelings of hatred resentment and pain that you are probably at this very moment experiencing for the things that you've been through. Back, a few years back, let's go a few years back, for me, forgiveness was a sign of weakness. Was it was something that um, that I saw as a way to allow others to hurt me again or to have some sort of access to, to, to do that. And um, that is not the analogy, guys. Uh, after I, like I said, after I faced that whole process, everything changed. And let me tell you, forgiveness is one of the most brave things, courageous things that you will ever do. And the reason being is because it's not for the person that did whatever they did to you, but for you. Forgiveness is a one person job. It's not for the person that did it to you, but for you. And once I came to that understanding, it changed, it shift the it shift everything. And I get it. It's a very tough process. Like I said, it took me years to get to where I am, guys. And it's a constant, it is a constant journey. Cause you will come across people who are gonna try to mess with you, who will hurt you and who will disappoint you. So don't think because you are in the process of forgiveness and you get to that level where you finally set yourself free from that and you move on, that you will not encounter that in the future. You totally will because this is life. It's not, we're not exempt from it. And it's a known fact. But what it's going to do after you are in that process is 
that you will view the people from a different perspective and you will no longer see them for what they're doing to you, but where they coming from internally. And that is extremely powerful. For me, is it's been setting myself and my soul free from the past. You must release the past in order to live a life that God has intended for you to live. If you today are in pain or hurt or disappointed for things that happened to you maybe few years ago or maybe when you were a child and you're dragging all of that you are allowing all these things to define your 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 personality the way you think and who and how you treat people and who you are in as a whole and it it did that for me for many years because i had the misunderstanding i remember that i would look back and i would say there's no way i'm gonna forget this person after what they did to me what the hell? What they, 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 if I do that, they're just going to come to me and, and think that they can do whatever they want again. That's not the case. You can totally forgive and move on. Forgiveness has nothing to do with them but with you. Forgiveness has nothing to do with you bringing people back into your life, inviting them into your life again. Forgiveness has nothing to, to do with you having to have any sort of contact with those people. And the way I'm going to share it is by a personal experience that I faced as a daughter. This is a very personal um, story that I have not shared. And I'm going to go a little deep on this because I feel that is the right time to share it. Number one, because I'm, I have no inner pain anymore attached to it because forgiveness has happened. And I'm going to share it because I know a lot of us are probably facing this and it's something that a lot of times we don't go like get over because of the person that it is in our lives. So as a daughter with my dad, I grew up in a, um, in a very dysfunctional, um, environment, not grew up all the way through, but until I was like around six years old, my parents were married and I was faced with domestic violence. I was witness to that. And my father struggled with alcoholism, drug, uh, drug um, um, addiction. And my mom was a very submissive woman. And she was driven by fear and insecurities. And she would allow things that I would never would allow in my right mind. And at this point, her is the same way. Thankfully, she was able to overcome it and grow as a person and leave that behind. And I remember witnessing all these things and that really, I mean, it really, till this very day, I look back on that and I'm just like, wow. And I remember that I recycled that throughout my life. And whenever my father was also absent after they divorced, I rarely saw him. He would come to us. And our relationship was extremely toxic, just to say the least. And I never felt like I could trust him fully because he used to disappoint me on a constant basis. And it was so, it was so frustrating and so, um, how can I put it into words? It was not just frustrating, but disappointing. Yes, that is the word, disappointing. And it was so disappointing because all I wanted was for my dad to love me and for my dad to be present in my life. And I will remember that I would look around to my friends. I remember I had a very close friend back in um, in my elementary school days. 
And she came from a family that was so together. Her father was incredible. He was so good to them. And he was a he was always present. He was always there. He was a great husband. And me seeing that environment made me crave that type of environment myself. But I grew up with my grandparents. And um, my grandparents were not the typical grandparents. They were more into like being in their business. My grandfather was not a very expressive person in terms of his feelings because of where he came from as well. He had a very rough upbringing and he didn't develop that that way to express himself. Um, he will find different ways to express it, but not by by the words, but more like taking care of yourself, like taking care of us, looking after us in economic ways or, or, or so on. I'm not gonna go into details about that because this has a lot to do with my relationship as a daughter. And he was my father figure. My grandfather was my father figure and I love that man. Like I'm grateful for the many things that I've, that he was able to give us. Yes, I did miss the, that part that I wanted somebody to give me more love. But then again, now as a grown up, as somebody that has been able to grow up and grow internally in many ways, I really understand him now. And when he passed this back um, back in um, March, I remember that in his funeral, I, oh my God, it was overwhelming. The, the, the amount of love that this man received and respect. Either way, he was not an expressive person like, oh, I love you and this and that kind of way. But he, the way he cared for others spoke volumes. And now as an adult, I really see the amount of love he had for us and for the many people that he actually helped that we never knew, that we actually got to find out after he passed because he used to do things from the heart. And I was just like, wow. I was blown away because a lot of times we believe that the way people should love us is just by letting us know that they love us in, 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 in the way they express themselves, by letting us know by I love you and stuff, but not everybody will love you the same way. And that is another thing that I have learned. And I realized there that he did care so much for us. And yeah, a lot of times there were things that I don't approve of, but then again, he experienced himself many things in his life that were not fair to him. So it is no, I am in no position now to judge him for some things that he did that I didn't approve of. Because I'm pretty sure that he was not, he didn't agree with many and he still had to push through them. So going back to my story, I remember that I felt used, that I felt disappointed on constant basis about my dad. And all I wanted was for him to totally be there, but that never happened. And that grew up, I grew up to be resentful of that. And I had no respect for him. And whenever I look at him, I would look at him I just like from a place of pain and disappointment, not from someone that, that is my dad. I even remember that I felt kind of embarrassed um, to tell people that he was my dad because people will see him as the fun guy, but they would not understand the many things that he put us through. And I would see that and I would just like, yeah, if people was to really know who, what this man is, they will understand where I'm coming from. But then I will keep that to myself. I was not very expressive myself as, as is back in the days. Um, and I held those grudges and I kept holding that in. But then again, I started manifesting that because I started attracting 
men with the same qualities that my had my dad possessed and I didn't realize that because I was a kid I mean I was a teen then I grew up to be an adult I went into a marriage with someone that has a lot of qualities like him without even knowing um, then I went into a divorce at early on age then from then point forward I went through I'm um, talking about all MJ many many things and I remember that throughout that early adult life my father started playing a role in my life he remarried my mom when I was 19 and I did not agree with it but he came back into our lives and he actually asked me for forgiveness for the many things that he did and that he wasn't there for us and this and this and that and I remember that all I said to him was listen whatever's done is done just make sure that you make up to my mom for everything you've messed up with because that woman deserves the world. She's my queen and she deserves every single good thing that can happen in life. As long as you treat her right, you're going to do right by me. But that was not truly true because at the end of the day, I was still looking at him with from a place of, of discomfort, of not trust. Like I didn't trust him at all. And I was not agreeing with that, but I respected my mom for her decisions, just like she always has respected me for mine, even when she hasn't agreed on them. And throughout the years that he was in our lives, we experienced a lot of things with him. And he will always go back to the, to the place of pain that he abandoned us, that he didn't do right by me, that he was not there when I needed him, that, I missed, that he missed out on so many things when I was growing up and I felt alone. And I was the tough one. My brother has never been as as um, as tough as I've been because he always comes from a place of hurt. Me, it was hurt and logic together. And, oh my God, my heart is beating, damn. Um, after that, I remember a few years ago, we were faced with a situation where I had to deal with him directly for a long time. And there I realized how broken this person was and how much in denial about his fuckedness he was. And I remember that at that point, um, we had a huge argument over something that he had the nerves to tell me that he didn't do to us as kids. I was not even talking about him as a husband, but his as, as a father. And there I completely lost all kinds of anything that I had left for him. Any little respect that I have for him, that's when I was just like, that's it, I'm done. Like, it was like a disconnection that I had with him, and I let it be. I have stopped talking to him many times, but then when I went in through, into that um, path of forgiveness, I understood that in order for me to become a better version of me, I had to accept the fact that I can never change this man. It is a known fact. My, my, my past is my past. My upbringing is there. And there's no, absolutely nothing that I can do to change it. So the hurt, the pain, and the disappointments are always going to be there as long as I, I allow them to define me. So if I allow them to define me, I will continue to entertain them every single time I'm faced with a situation. And when that moment came that I had to confront myself, I broke down into tears. I was incomplete i was hysterically crying because i allowed myself for the first time to feel my pain to feel the pain that i covered up 
with many things, including alcohol, including overeating, eating my emotions away, including um, being, quote unquote, heartless or indifferent, which it was a lie, a flat out lie. Because at the end of the day, when the when I would close the doors in my house and I would be by myself, I would pour myself into that pain. I would succumb to that pain and I would not even know how to deal with it. And that is a lie. This is why I tell you, being harlot is bullshit in my personal opinion. It's a lie that we tell ourselves because we try to cover up the pain one way or another because we feel that doing that is a safer environment for us when, when it's not. Once the doors close and you are by yourself, you know for a fact that you confront yourself from time to time. But you don't want people to see that because being vulnerable for many people is a sign of weakness. And that is because we are working from a place of ego. And I've said this before in my previous um, episode where I work from a place of ego. And the place of ego actually started from that place of pain and deception that I was. I realized that if I allow my pain to be shared, shown to, uh, to those people that actually hurt me, that they were never going to be able to see me with respect. And I started being indifferent to that. Bullshit. Not indifferent. Because once the close, the doors were closed, boom. I would go back to my place of misery. Um, and whenever I would share that indifference towards them, guess what happened, guys? They were still the same assholes that they were. Because it wasn't about my pain. It wasn't about what they did to me. But about who they chose to become. So right there, when I pour my heart out and I would allow my, myself to feel the pain, I felt that something released from, my, from within me. I cannot put it in words because you have to experience forgiveness from that death, from that, that place of death in order for you to actually maybe understand me and relate to what I'm saying. And when I released it, all I started seeing was the dysfunctionality of where my father came from. He didn't have it easy either. A lot of times, guys, this is a ongoing behavior that you experience as a child from your upbringing. Then you pass it on when you don't treat it, when you don't confront it, when you don't actually deal with it. When you take the same route that I took, which it was being indifferent, um, covering it up with going to um, addictions or doing some type of behavior or using that place of hurt to hurt other people. Um, so it passes on. So he didn't know how to love us the right way, how to treat us the right way, because he didn't do that for himself. He still hasn't done that for himself, and he's 65 years old. But it was my time for me to release that, because it never served me in any positive way. It only kept digging me more and more within where I was. And that's not who I wanted to be anymore. So at that moment, all I felt was compassion. It is insane, guys, but I felt some type of empathy, I'm sorry, empathy for him. And I said, my God, this man is so broken inside. He has never come to the realization because his environment never allowed him to really dig with him because he chose to cover it up. He still chooses to this very day to cover it up. But guess what? Does that mean that I want him in my life? Absolutely not. 
And when I realized that even more was in, in, um, in when, when I went to my grandfather's funeral that he was there. Let me take a sip of water because it's getting dry. <laughs> um, there he went and I saw him. And when he came to me, this is what an awoken soul goes through. People who are woken will understand what I'm saying. When he came to me and he hugged me, I felt stiff. I'm talking about, I felt like I got so rigid internally, but it was not even me. I didn't even know that, that I was doing it consciously. But once I came to the realization, I could not respond to him. So he was there with me and stuff. And then after everything passed, cause everything was happening so fast. Like I had to take a flight and go from the airport straight to the funeral and see the grand my grandfather who I have not seen for six years. And that was not the plan. The plan was not to see him again in a casket, but that was the deal, right? That was the whole, that, you know, that was what destiny had. But I was still grateful that I was able to be there. Um, so I was trying to digest everything because it happened really quickly. And when he came to me and he held me, I wish I could have hugged him back. But at that moment, I just felt this, I felt so stiff. Oh my God, it was, it was crazy. And I could not hug him back. I just couldn't respond. And the day I remember two days after everything happened, I sat down with my mom and we had this conversation and I started crying just like I am right now. Like I'm, you can tell in my voice. Um, and I said to my mom, mom, I feel so bad. She's like, what are you talking about? And then I expressed that to her. And right there, me telling her that, I came to the realization that it wasn't something that I did to reject him. It was that I am so aware now of my energy and I am so protected of it that every single time that I see someone that is not, I sense energy, I'm an empath. So when people are struggling inside or they are not clear in their, in their path, or they struggling a lot and they don't want to deal with it. I am a sponge. So I have become extremely aware that when I see that, I block it because I keep working on my spirituality. And when that moment happened, I realized that it wasn't me, but it was my inner energy that rejected whatever was within him. He has so much... Um, um, what is called, what is that called? His energy is so unpredictable. It's not even, that's not the word, unpredictable. His energy is so, it is it, so, I don't, guys, I don't know how to say it. I don't know. It's just not right. Let's just say that. It's so incredibly, um, I have to find the word, guys. I gotta find that. It's so it, 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 it's so confusing. It's just a mess. It's so 
I don't know. It's going to come. It's going to come. Let's just keep moving. But that's what I felt. And my heart and my soul does not allow that anymore. So when people are like that, who are confused, who are not aligned, let's just say aligned with who they are, and they are, and they have this mess going on inside, I block them immediately. And it's not something that I do consciously. It's my subconscious already connected to my inner self. As they know that I have fought so hard to be here, I protect my energy at all costs. So I love my dad, believe it or not, I love him and I forgave him. I don't have any resentment anymore towards him. Sometimes he does get me frustrated with the things that he come up with. But in the moment that I feel the frustration, I give myself a check. I keep myself in check. And I said, I forgave you and I released whatever happened in the past. So I am not going to entertain this because I know that he's still coming from that place and I no longer am in that place. So the fact that I'm no longer in that place is allowing me to be aware of when to stop because no matter what I do, I know that that's not going to change until he decides to change that. Change only comes from within. Change only comes from when you become aware of the things that you need to work on and you move into taking action towards them. There's no way that anyone that has hurt you in the past or recently that continues to do it will change just because you forgive them. Forgiveness is your job for you, not for them. It's for you to release yourself from that place where they put you because of whatever it was that they brought into your life. So it is your responsibility to take action and say, this is not how I want things to be for me anymore. And I'm going to change that. Because there's nothing else that you can do to make that change unless they want to. And just like you take that action towards changing your perception and the way you feel towards them. So every time you think about these people and what they did, the amount of feelings that you get will no longer um will no longer succumb you to that place will not like you know will not drown you there that would be that's what's going to release you so whenever i feel i think about the people that have hurt me or they try to do things to me to con like i said forgiveness has nothing to do with the fact that they're not going to come back and mess with you but you are completely in full control, in complete control of your response this time around because you're already aware. So when I see that those people that have hurt me in the past, have um, disappointed me in the past, try to come and try to mess with that, I immediately put stop to that. And that is called boundaries. So you're going to ask me, so what about those people that have probably committed rape or a murder? How can you forgive them? Go back to the place that I actually said. Face your pain and release it. Feel it. Embrace it. Work through it and understand. Keep praying in ways. Go into the Bible. Seek for forgiveness. For, for those verses that speak about forgiveness. Tap into God. Do meditation that, that's going to release you into your breathing so you can feel your pain and embrace the pain. 
and it's going to require a process. This is not a. This is not just uh, uh, something that you're gonna rip off. It is not a bandaid, guys. It is a wound, and you have to go into that wound. And 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 work through that wound, okay? In order for you, you have to dissect it. You have to dissect it and clean it little by little in order for that to heal. But you're going to see that wound inside of you always. But what about if you see that wound for something that you were able to overcome and that's no longer defined in your life because you are so empowered and living your by by what God intended you to live by, not by the pain that it caused you, is that that's not going to change your perspective? I'm pretty sure it would. So you got to go into the wound. You have to feel it, but you have to dissect it little by little. And little by little, the more you nurture it, and you first, I forgot about this part, you forgive yourself. This is so important. You forgive yourself for all the years and the time that you dedicated to feeling that, to entertaining that feeling, to going in there and really, and just giving all your energy and your attention to it. You have to forgive yourself. When you forgive yourself, you want, you're going to become, you're gonna treat yourself differently. Because yes, forgiveness, when people hurt us, also has to come with us because we beat ourselves up for that stuff. A lot of times it's things that happen that you probably think that you had control over and you didn't. And you can say, damn, but if I would have done this like this, guys, the would have does not exist. So don't question it. Because no matter how much you tap into that, you will never go back to that exact moment again. You only have today, right? You have this very moment in order to see from that point forward. But what you're doing right now is what's going to really define your next step, the next thing that's going to come and is going to happen in your life. So going in there and getting unstuck is what's going to allow you to set your soul free from whatever it was that they did to you. So how can you embrace that forgiveness? The very first thing that I'm going to ask is, have you fully processed the anger that this experience cost you like really really don't think about how upset you get in the moment when you think about it no take a moment to really dig within that memory that moment that experience that you went in you have to go there like i said to you in the before feel the pain you gotta go there and feel the pain you gotta go there and feel it like get angry Get angry, scream, do whatever the hell you want. You are entitled to that because you are in a process of healing. You are dissecting the pain, that wound. So you know for a fact, if you think about the wound, whenever you touch a wound, what's gonna cost you? Pain. So go into that wound and go in there. Don't be afraid. Because in order for you to really make it heal the right way, so that, that the skin will not go really bad, you must go into that pain and really tap into it. Feel it, connect to it, breathe through it, breathe it, and identify the place in your, in your, in your body that is causing you that pain. I remember that for me, it was in my chest. I felt some heaviness when I felt that pain. And then it would go to my brain. 
And I will feel this pressure in my in my brain, not pain, but pressure. Because the pressure came from the many times that I thought about it, that I entertained it, and that I allowed it to define me. So I had to really confront that. And that's what caused me to cry, to cry hysterically. And when I released that cry, I felt something coming out of me. And I just got on my knees in the whole process. I was sweating, guys, that I had to change my clothing after that. Like I had to go and take a shower in order for me to really like let this go because it was that deep. But I was in my moment because I was determined to really release that pain. And did it take for me to have that, that moment and then that's it? No, but that was the first step. After that, I realized that I released something from within me that I was covering up for years. After that, I had to read. I had to do more personal development, more prayer, more, more of all the work that I had to go through in order for me to really get that out of me. So go back to that, dissect it, and then confront it. What was the exact moment that really defined it, your life? And then when you go there, you guys, you're going to see it because you're owning it. This pain wasn't your fault, guys. You are not guilty from feeling also the many years that you have felt this. But you must be understanding. This is why I say, Go to the place of forgiveness for yourself. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for entertaining it. Forgive yourself for the many, for the energy that you gave into it. Don't feel bad for feeling that pain because that's part of the process. You are entitled to feel disappointed. You are entitled to feel the pain that you did. I'm not telling you to take that away. What I'm telling you is do not let it define you anymore. Do not let it define you anymore. Go there. Allow yourself to feel it. Confront it. And then, when you get there, allow yourself to set your soul free. Maybe it's not going to take you that moment. But as long as you know that you need to release it, go back to it again and again until you feel that something has released from you because you will feel it. And then, doing, like I said, personal development you can listen to podcasts you can i can totally recommend you the supernatural power of forgiveness that is a book that is so powerful oh my god that book is very very powerful you're going to understand a lot of things you can go into youtube guys for free type into tony robbins he's amazing he's one of my favorite people in the world and he helped me so much in my process of forgiveness go and type Tony Robbins, forgiveness. And you're going to see all these videos that this man is going to show and, 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 um, and episodes of things that he has recorded so he can actually tell you how he actually did it. You're not supposed to get this right from the beginning. It took me years to get here. But you will get to a point where you're going to see that light at the end of the tunnel. And it's no longer going to be embraced by darkness. The light is going to come and the understanding is going to come. And you're going to see that even if it's people that is really close to you, you have to love them from a place of distance. 
because you know that they're no longer serving you in any way. If it's an ex of yours that cheated on you, that left you in the street, that broke your heart, that did things to you and to your kids for those who are parents, that you can be like, how the hell am I going to forgive that and that mofo, let's just say that. You have to. It's not how. But you have to for your own sanity. And for you not to instill that same hate and resentment to your kids. Because they are part of that whole process. But they are not, they are not entitled to inherit that pain from you. My kids has nothing, have nothing to do with the things that I went through. They are not deserving of inheriting the pain and the disappointments that I went through myself. And this is why I also do it. Because I know what it felt like getting the hand-me-downs from my dad. Getting me the, the hand-me-downs that my grandfather faced. Getting the hand-me-downs that my mother faced. I decided to break that pattern from my life so my kids can have a healthy mindset and emotions throughout their lives and for them to love themselves fully and in a healthy way and they can embrace that self-love in that healthy way towards others and towards whoever they choose to be with in the future when they become adults this is not only for you but who is also in following your steps this is a whole generation towards generation thing so if you really want to be able to live that best life that you seek, you must accept that you have to surrender the pain that you are feeling and God will handle it. Otherwise, you're going to keep manifesting it in, every, in a lot of ways, including the people you are attracting to your life. It wasn't until I came to that realization that I stopped attracting men that had those traits that were working from a place of hand-me-downs not a place of self-love the same thing has to happen in your life if you want to attract real people into your life because they are out there not everybody's lost not everybody's coming from a place of pain not everybody wants to hurt you not everybody has bad intentions towards you but you must be the first one to give that to yourself in order to attract it and manifest it in your life. It starts with you and it ends with you. So go ahead. Tap into that. Other books that you can look into is The Universe Has Your Back. I love Gabby Bernstein. She's my new obsession. And I'm actually working with her through a lot of that. She's a master in that area as well. And she, you can totally follow her on Instagram by Gabby Bernstein. You can go into her website, GabbyBernstein.com and to look into it. Um, you can also go for Martian um, and Believe Bigger, Martian Evans. This woman is incredible. I absolutely love her book, The Four Agreements by, <laughs> if I keep going, I mean, I can give you a list, guys. I will actually type them into the description of the podcast so you can actually look them up and also in my upcoming post where I will be sharing this. All these things, the four agreements comes from um, Don Miguel Ruiz. 
He is an, another man that, that played a big role in my whole growth last year. My biggest year in growth was last year because I decided to make it my business to invest fully internally into the things that I wanted to cut ties with. Forgiveness was one of them. Because if you want to attract better into your life, it has to start with you. And you have to stop being so obsessed with the idea that you have to control the things that you cannot, that you have no control over. Like your past and the things that have hurt you and caused you pain. They must be left in the past. And you must start embracing the perception that you have today for where you are and where you want to be. For your own sanity and inner peace. So no matter what happens in your life, guys, there is a solution. There's so many incredible stories out there of people who have faced things that have been incredibly painful. That you'd be like, how the how in the world this person was able to overcome these things? But they did because they chose to do that. They allowed themselves, just like you allow that pain to make you heartless, quote unquote, or or someone who's working from a place of pain, not a place of love. Just like that. Just like you allow the resentment, treat others. Just like you allow all those things that, all, all, all the hurt, all the pain from the people that you love, that you think that you can forgive, working you, you can totally switch that if you go and follow the things that I actually advise you to do. Just like that. Because if it actually happened for me, it can happen for everybody. I am not, I don't have no special powers. I am not in uh, 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 some type of special creature. I am special because God created me and so are you. But I have no special superpowers. Trust and believe in that. I just chose that I wanted to live in peace and that I deserved that for me. And for me to be able to give that love from a place of love, starting with me to my kids, to my family, and to my friends, and to everybody that comes near me. I no longer work from a place of pain and hurt and disappointment. And even though when people try to mess with me, I'm already aware of enough on when to cut it. Because I know that they can continue with their own inner shit with all inner crap because they want to embrace that, but I don't need to welcome that into my life anymore. You can do the same for your life. You can allow these things to completely shift your life into where you wanna go, but it has to start with you. And remember, not because you are doing this, you are allowing those people in your life. No, absolutely not. You keep them where they are and you set boundaries with those who try to come back and mess with you again and if you are in a place with where you are surrounded by people who have hurt you and disappoint you over and over again go back to what i just said it starts with you you are you are disappointed right now you are hurt and you are going through it with them because you are allowing that you haven't set boundaries in your life that have allowed you to put a stop to that and that has, and it has to apply to everybody that comes to your life. No it's or buts. I don't give a damn if it's my parent. I don't care if it's somebody that I, that is my kid, that is whoever, significant other. It does apply to everyone. 
boundaries in my life apply to every single person that comes to my life now. Because just like that, just like I have to be mindful, they should be mindful towards me and our relation and our connection, even if it's blood, to stop to treat me with the respect that I deserve. So remember, when people are trying to disrespect you and be toxic around you, even if they are blood related to you, you got to go back to that analogy. Wait a second. This person is my blood, but they don't give a damn about disrespecting me. Uh-uh. This got to stop. I don't care. I don't care what is our relation, but you are, I, I'm putting a stop to this right now. You are the only one in control of how other people are going to respect you and treat you and give you the value that you deserve. Only you, not them. When they hurt you, it comes from their place of hurt, not yours. But when you allow that to define you, it comes from you making that choice to allow them to do that to you. Here we go. Whoa, my God, this is a good long one, but I feel that it's going to give you a lot of value in the whole process of whatever it is that you want to work on. And I know forgiveness applies to all of us because we all have been through these episodes in our lives where we have felt that some people that we truly love and admire or whatever that you look up to, that, that you deeply love, that you, that you respect, they have not given you the same back, then it's time to get to work to that. Forgiveness starts with you and is for you. You are not allowing people to disrespect you because you are forgiving them. You are only re releasing yourself from the attachment that you have had for the many years that they have taken over you. You are only releasing yourself from the past. And practice this mantra that I learned with Gabby Bernstein when she shared it herself. I forgive you and I release you because I am free from my past. Say this, write it down, put it anywhere because that's exactly what I did and I'm practicing it. And I tell you, it is a miracle work because now whenever people that have heard me come back to my life, I treat them with love, but I don't allow them to cross me anymore because the boundary is there. And if it's someone that I don't want any contact with, I cut ties with as well. This is episode numero dos. I hope this helped you. If you feel this episode can help somebody that's struggling with this, do not forget to invite them to listen to the podcast by sharing it. Just click and type share. If you want to get more more notifications, just subscribe to my channel, guys. I need the support in order to keep this going. And I would totally be so grateful to you for the support and the love. The amount of messages that I got on my first message on my first podcast were overwhelming. And I'm so humble and so touched by all the love and the positive vibes that were sent to me. I hope this episode can add another doses of self-love and also awareness into your life. Like I said, share it, tag people on it, invite people to listen to it. Because the only goal with this is for people to grow, evolve, and become the best version of themselves, guys. I hope this was your start on that path.
Alrighty. Thank you so much for listening. And I see you again on my next episode. Peace. Thank you.